Yeah, have you ever tried to do your own drywall repair? That's another thing that you don't want to be doing. I have, like of a YouTube repair. Uh, yeah, YouTube I've, repair. I've like been privy to it on mission trips. And it was like, it, this like, sucks. If you actually have to put in like any piece that's like bigger than six inches in one direction, it's not going to look good. Not for me. My man, I got my man Nino on retainer. He comes by. It's so fun though, scoring a sheet of drywall and then just true. giving it the clean snap. <laughs> that is true. That is delightful. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends, sometimes lovers, about college football and lifestyle. You can find the show on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And as always, you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Pod Center, Stitcher, all over. We're also on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast. The DMs, as always, wide open. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan the Dawn. Coming to you guys from beautiful, rainy Stewart, Florida. The rains have returned. You guys will be happy to know things are looking a little greener around here. Um, yeah, don't have really, you know, don't really have much else to say. It's just uh, another day in the life. We're out here consulting, um, rearing children, and watching football. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I am on Twitter.com, at ShankJordan. Uh, very encouraged to see most of the internet get duped by a fake Deion Sanders video today. Um, I think it really bodes well for my faith in humanity moving forward as we approach, you know, potentially big decisions in the next 12 to 18 months. Oh yeah, certainly. Certainly, the 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 public's appetite and ability to deduce things is not to be put to the test. Yeah, what could go wrong? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Been coughing a lot. Super fun. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Jason Kreck. I am also in Harrisonburg, Virginia, uh, where. The weather this week has been delightful. It's just been just absolutely perfect out. Jordan and I played uh, played around of golf yesterday. We, I mean, I could have played seventy two yesterday. It couldn't have been nicer. Just just lovely out. So seventy two. That's that's a lot of holes. It's a marathon. I could have done it. Um, I see you have the hoodie Henley on. It must is it is it that time? Uh, it's it's we're right in the wheelhouse. I just wow. got back from wow. got back from dinner. Had some sushi on the porch. It was just. Just wow. porch sushi. Where porch. is this? Done it beyond overlooking scenic Black's Run. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. A waterfront view. Yeah. Beautiful. Man, what an evening. It, it was just evening. delightful. Just delightful. What's your sushi order, Jason? Uh, I bounce around a bit because I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a basic <laughs> as it pertains to sushi. So it's no a, shame. a lot of beginner no, sh- stuff. No shame in that. Testing some things out. Uh did accidentally eat eel tonight. Ordered, ordered the wrong roll. Got uh, got a dragon roll instead of a different you, one I was going did for. Did you not like the eel? No, it was good. I just never had it. I was not oh, I did yeah. not go into dinner 
aiming to eat eel, nor did I intend to order eel, but I did, and I tried it, and it was perfectly good. Yeah. I mean, eel's just a fish. You could kind of of view it that way, too, I suppose. It was was probably a little little shrimpier than a normal fish, but it was... And it was, like, as a... a I feel like when you get eel, though, they usually give you lots of, like, sauces to kind of... Yeah, as as a lame sushi consumer, it was also cooked and had some sauce, and so, like, it was... Ah, beautiful. Excellent. Good to know. Um, are you, are you sipping? Anybody got any beverages tonight they want to share? Uh, I've got a big water that has been enhanced by one of the electrolyte packets. Nice. Uh, and a San Pellegrino as a chaser. <laughs> as a chaser. Hydration boys. Power hydrators yep. unite. Yep. Um, I am back on the beers with a Pona Big Wave. Oh, man. Yeah. Taking me back to peak COVID when I would just right. sit on, I would just power through until 4.30 p.m. so I could do a sad workout in the garage, in the driveway, and then drink a single beer and then have dinner and then just kind of go back, wander back inside the house and probably was, watch Tiger King. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, man. Oof, dark times. Uh, I have my emotional support water bottle here. That's all we're working with tonight. Midweek skinny boy season, you know how it goes. All right. Um, let's get into it. We got a humdinger of a week. After a bit of a stinky week last week, well, it, that turned out to not be stinky because they rarely are stinky, right? Yep. Um, a, a, a not impressive slate last week, we should say. Um, we we have a, a good one on our hands here. I guess first off, we'll start with a brief uh, update on the Mel Tucker situation. Things are getting a little weird. Over there, I'm, I'm not continuing to get weird. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Clearly, Mr. Tucker is probably not planning on coaching in college or maybe elsewhere anytime soon. Um, and is, is definitely doing the thing where I, it would appear that he's trying really hard to not get fired with cause. Um, so that seems to be his positioning. I, I can't imagine there's any coming back from this. Uh, it, I guess was announced that Michigan State intends to fire him. I don't know who made that announcement. It seemed like a bit of an odd an announcement and, and timing for everything. I understand there's some like Title IX rules that go along with like how there's, things and information. There's closed. a legal process that they right. have to go through, and yeah, they I believe they have to announce that they are intending to fire him with cause, and that is what he's fighting against because there that is a lot of money. Um, Understood, but like, why why would they? I mean, do they have to announce that before yeah. the hearing? Oh, okay. Yeah. They have to make it clear that they intend to, and then he has the opportunity to appeal and all that Rebut. stuff. And, and there's a very real chance that I don't have any idea what I'm talking about, but that is the... Well, yeah, and, and that's what I'm I've saying. Like, there's, there's certain, like, embargoing of information, it would yeah. appear, that has happening that, you know, it looks like why Michigan State should know, has known about this for a long time. Why is he still the coach? Why yada yada? But there's, it, it would appear that there's been some, there's some rules that need to be followed based on like who can know what when. They don't. Um, they the the process is designed correctly to uh, make sure that the case is not tried in the court of public opinion. Um, well, and so that's why, yeah, that's why things get get marked out, and you can't release this, and you have to not talk about X and that, and so. Sure. It, it's going to be a lengthy process. It's almost certainly going to be very gross and not enjoyable at all. So, all right. Do you guys have any any names uh, to coach Michigan State that you would like to get out ahead of? I mean, 
I've like satirically floated this name in the past for various Midwest jobs, uh, but Bronco Mendenhall, <laughs> if he if he wants to come back to coaching, yeah, um, I think that is a good figure to bring into a program looking to do some image repair. Um, but I have no idea. He might just be fully in on the Montana life at this point. Sure. Yeah, for whatever reason, I feel like Michigan State probably thinks they aspire to better than Bronco Mendenhall or splashier than Bronco Mendenhall. They've made it to they they're one of what six teams that have made the playoff, uh, or I don't know how many teams have made the playoff, but you know they did once upon a time get the get the joy of getting blown, they had a cup of coffee, getting, yeah, in getting, the playoff. getting the uh, the the full you know treatment from Alabama um, back in whatever 2015 or 14 or whatever year that was, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think Michigan state probably needs to look at themselves in the mirror and decide what kind of program they want to be. Uh, I don't think that they're like a top six job in that conference, especially now that UCLA and USC and Oregon are joining. Um, maybe they're on par with UCLA ish at times. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> so. I mean, they're they're never going to be Michigan or Ohio State. Uh, they're not going to be you any of the California jobs or Oregon. So that's five. So at best, yeah. they're the sixth best. Um, They'll never be Nebraska. <laughs> good for good or bad, for better or for worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I'm just. Uh, I, I I guess I'm kind of curious. They do they do they are one of the few schools that has the the rich mega booster that just cuts them blank checks from time to time. So I think clearly they are willing to pay a coach a lot of money based on the, the contract they gave Tucker after one Nick year. Nick Saban spent some time at Michigan State. <laughs> Complete True. the circle. Come home, Nick. That's right. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've been hearing some Narduzzi, which is a dark, dark timeline for Michigan State Maybe that's fans. why Pitt's been struggling. He's already mentally in East Lansing. Are we all mentally in East Lansing at some point in our lives? Right, and then yeah, it's not a fun time. It was it was who's the guy? Matt is it Matt Campbell from Iowa State? Yeah, I feel like he would make sense if he wanted to leave, but he's also, I think, going to work himself into a thin ice situation at his current job. I mean, yeah, that would not be the splash hire. It would have been twelve or twenty four months ago. I, yeah, I would agree with that, but I mean, I think like when Les Miles left Oklahoma State to go to LSU, wasn't he like notoriously like a below 500 coach and, you know, had, I, I don't know. I, I think there's, there's always like weird circumstances. I do think Matt Campbell at various points has probably maxed out Iowa State. They're, they're currently not maxing out, <laughs> but, Correct. but um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. He's, he's been running a little hot too. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know who else. I mean, what about, Colorado offensive coordinator Sean Lewis. That's interesting. He's going to be on some lists. He oh oh yeah yeah he's he's going to be on some lists. He's getting a lot of love. So uh, Dave Clawson has already come out and said Wake Forest is home. Yeah, so. <laughs> I should get ahead of that. But I, I I do think it'll be it'll be interesting to see like who does Michigan State want to be? Like you said earlier, like I they put a lot of money into Mel Tucker, and I don't. I'd kind of be surprised if they really want to go straight down that path again, but. I mean, they put a lot of money into Mel Tucker after success on like a transfer portal fueled. I mean, the, 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 the success that he had 
albeit is kind of probably modern college football success, but very yeah. not not very replicable year over year. Right. Yeah, that was not a sustainable model. Yeah. Mel Tucker and, was the guy who wore shorts. Used to wear shorts on the sideline. Is that true? I don't recall that. Which is not mm. to say it's not correct. I think I always remembered Mel Tucker as a cigar guy for some yeah. reason. <laughs> All right. Um, I think it also gets into like. Yeah, he coached in shorts <laughs> at various points, um, which is is a, a you know, it's tough for my brand. I love shorts, so mm. you know. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see like what, like, is Michigan State in their minds would taking an offensive coordinator be slumming it, or would they want to be stealing another Power Five head coach? I mean, I think they would probably say that, but Sean Lewis was a MAC coach, like this time last year, so certainly and but took over a MAC job. Kent State's like not a good job. There's a lot of there's a, a really lot more job, so. like pride in the press conference. Uh-huh. going on with boosters and ADs than people realize. And so Yeah, but he's going to be able to say he stood on the same sideline as Deion Sanders. Everyone loves Deion, so what would What's Larry States... Fedora up to? Oh man. Biceps back and back and buys today. I think what is today? The Wednesday, yeah, back and buys I think. Oh, it then... might be chest and trots. What would, what would Michigan State's uh like equivalent of Deion Sanders that would go terribly? Like who would that be? Magic Johnson? Draymond? <laughs> Uh, Mateen Cleaves. Yeah. It's all basketball guys. Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I'm trying to think who who Kirk Cousins. Look at them to go. Kirk Cousins. Um Drew Stanton. Wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't he the uh, quarterback there? There's a stud running back that we're forgetting. I can't uh, Kenneth Walker. But he was a transfer. Yeah, he's got he's got good things going in the NFL though. Yeah. He needs some time. Yeah, I mean there's a uh who is that who is that receiver that flamed uh, out? Javon Ringer just went into the Michigan State Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Charles Johnson, I believe, was the receiver that like was sure. like the third pick in the draft. That uh, colossal bust. Anyhow, probably spent too much time on this, yeah. but uh, you know we're gonna need to go ahead and get the uh, the coach the coach search tracker up. Plus, I have some names that I'd like to put on warm seats. It's week three, after all. <laughs> Logan's itching. Logan's itching to get some butts on some hot seats. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tony Elliott, come on down, all right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Some, some are fanciful. Some are realistic, you know? This is what we sure. do here. This is entertainment purposes well, only. Well, as a grade A hater, Logan, <laughs> I, I respect your commitment to your personal brand. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, listen, there's not much to like, so <laughs> that, that's kind of what i'm saying <laughs> you would think maybe there would be something to like eventually maybe we'll see we'll find maybe. out all right nice. let's get it moving we'll quickly whip, whip through the games here that we uh that we're not picking and then we have a bonus six uh six game that we're picking today yep. so really a full awesome. six pack everybody gets to go first twice which is awesome um finally <laughs> north carolina state at uva dr bob and Brennan Armstrong make the return to Charlottesville. And Coach Thanos. And Coach Thanos. So, I mean, wow. A veritable smorgasbord of former Who's are going to be roaming the sideline. Jordan, how are the vibes? Uh, I mean, I've, I've stayed pretty distanced from <laughs> uh, minutia and vibes this year. You don't want to be I like think... me. You don't want to get like me. I got too close yeah. to the vibes, and now I'm, now I'm, I'm sour. So. Yeah, I've watched from a distance based <laughs> on the way I've seen you 
and and your attitudes develop. No, um, the Who's are going to be rocking all blue on Friday night at Ooh. home, which which brings back some good memories. They call them um, the, the blues. Yeah, it's been singing a lot of the blues in in Charlottesville lately. That's as right. Well. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there will probably be some things to like, and NC State will probably win. Yep. That sounds about right. Uh, of another Friday night game, though, so the eyes of America will be fixed firmly upon Charlottesville, which I love. Love for yeah, this for and the, what, again, second straight week. For so. the second week in a row, we get to get the who's out of the way early. So yes. I'm not going to blemish my Saturday. <laughs> It'll just be a clean washing of the hands. Right. And they'll have an extra day to prep for William & Mary, I think it is next. That's right. So, hope they put it to good use. All right, Wisconsin is at Purdue. Um, I put this one on here just because it's a you know an interesting matchup. I'd like to. I haven't seen Wisconsin play yet or much this year. I understand they're doing some air raidy things, which has got to be wild. Really jump off the screen. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think both these teams have showed some flashes of promise, and uh, I'm kind of curious how this could shake out. Wisconsin is a road favorite in this one. Yeah, Purdue got run up by Syracuse last week, I believe, right? That's a tough look. Yes. All right, Florida State is at Clemson. I think three weeks ago we were a little bit more excited about this game than we currently are. Clearly, we're not picking it. Um, unranked because Clemson. Clemson is not getting respect. They are yes. not in the top 25. That's correct. Um, so, yeah, uh, Florida State kind of a sleepwalk performance last week against Boston College we talked about. Uh, could be let down, look ahead situation likely to be. I'm sure they will be up for this, but it's at Clemson. Um, what time is this game? Nooner. This is a nooner. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, RIP to Raycom Jefferson Pilot Sports. That's a one love. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what version of Clemson we get. I think they sort of seemed like they kind of sputtered to life. Um, Recently, I don't know that Club what Nick version is, of Florida State we get. Uh, yes, what version of uh, locked in version of Florida State is, you know, it's hard to imagine that there's a whole lot of teams better than locked in Florida State, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I think defensively, Florida State has. Uh, I don't really think the like advanced metrics are in their favor. They have not a great statistical defense, but they could also be doing the thing where um, their offense doesn't do their defense a ton of favors, so it kind of appears that they're not as uh, effective as they need to be. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious about that. I'm, I'm curious if, if Clemson's going to try to pound the rock and um, take some air out of the game and, and slow it down, or if they want to try to get into a track meet. I don't recommend that with Florida State. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, the line in this is only two and a half Florida State. Yeah. By. So mm. I feel like LSU kind of tried to run the ball against Florida State, and that didn't go super great. But right, um, yeah, they your... are they are coming off a red bandana visit. So it's <laughs> true. They got they got Could Boston Colleges where the red bandana gets them twice. <laughs> they got Boston Colleges for best shot. Jeff Halfley and the boys. Speaking of hot seats, Jeff Half Halfley and the boys. Uh, all right, this is a fun one. Just purely for hater purposes, VPI is at Marshall. Uh, Jason, you informed us the line in this is shrinking. The public money is pouring in on Virginia on behalf VPI of the on behalf of the Hokies on the road. Um, they were they, what did this open at? 
Marshall I minus think it nine. Opened I think it, I, I don't know if it was as high as nine. I might have uh, spoken. Uh, fibbed. You might have fibbed. Mm. It was at least seven. I remember it seeing it at seven. Um, and now it is down to five. Mm. Uh, and I think it, I think it's supposed to rain, but I don't oh, know. Yes. Hell yeah. That's super good. They have turf field there in Marshall. Oh, actually, no. I think so. Looks like it. See the turf or it's very excellently groomed grass in Huntington. Mm. See, um, this is also a nooner. This should probably be the Friday night game, if if we're being honest with ourselves yes. and fair to the national audience. I do I do love Virginia Tech in a bad spot on the road at like an ODU or a Marshall on a Friday, just just slogging along, like ready to get waylaid, getting kick sixed randomly, just yep. things things like that, getting anti beamer ball. ESPN plus just buffers as hard as it possibly can. <laughs> right, exactly. So I mean I don't know. This is just weird. I, I don't think any of us are of the opinion that Virginia Tech is very good this year. Um, but hey. Just interesting to see Marshall getting uh, that kind of love, at least on the opening line. So BYU's at Kansas. I put this on here. I think this could be fun. This could be a fun one. BYU gets Kansas is fun to watch. Kansas Kansas is so fun fun to watch. And BYU gets it going up and down the field, too. So um, track me potential in this one. Oklahoma State is at Iowa State. I don't know why I wrote Iowa's state. Multiple Iowa's. Like attorneys Um, general. Yes, I put this here just because I think this has some anxiety bowl potential. The loser of this game is going to be feeling really bad about the state of their season. I think both Very these sweaty. teams, both these teams, are fresh off getting popped pretty good by um, non-power five teams. I think at least in the recent well, weeks, Iowa State didn't get popped, but they did have to go to Ohio and they lost ten to seven, which could not have been enjoyable. But Mm, that counts. I think that counts. No, it's but not a great week after Elasico, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Not not great. So the vibes are 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 pretty low there. Um, you know, maybe some maybe some warmth. Maybe some warmth. Warm some booty warmth games. Hmm? Hmm? Mm-hmm. All right. I will not be tuning into that one though. That is for sure. <laughs> there's there's one thing I can tell you. Put this there's one thing about, there's one thing about me this weekend is that I will not be watching that. Um, Logan, you have the the grid now with youtube youtube tv the grid is going to get a workout i can feel i i am assuming a workout so is if coming you got four you may as well use all four that's true if i could get some consider State, the cyclones State, a bad color matchup in that game too yes all right charlotte is at the university of florida biff po- poji and the boys come to gainesville um florida had a, a couple offensive linemen suspended for the end of game fracas against oh, uh, Tennessee. I don't yeah. know how the, how Joe Milton and the offensive lineman that like straight up Floyd Mayweather, like squared off did not end up getting suspended, but Damian George, uh, they, they were suspended for the first half of the game. So I don't think that is hopefully that big of a deal, but uh, I'm more just curious to see what version of Florida comes back after a big emotional win if it's a sleepwalking performance that's kind of what i have my eyes on for this i would assume florida's a healthy favorite and i don't think charlotte's great a little first half uh spread action maybe Ooh, ooh, yeah yeah i like that biff um, is gonna be so comfy in that cutoff oh, yeah. as well he's gonna be vibing could be his uh, assistants are not going to be comfy though after he threatened all of their jobs in it during the press conference last week which was a wild move but you know, he runs it like a business. He's a CEO. 
What can we say? Uh, JMU, Jason, the Dukes, they go to where in Utah? I believe Utah State is in Logan, Utah. Oh, oh. shout out. All right, cool. Logan, Utah to take on the Utah State Aggies or whatever they are. Aggies. And uh, how are we feeling, Jason? I don't know. I don't really know anything about Utah State uh, at all. I know they um, got plugged by Air Force last week, um, but it was on Friday. They've had an extra day. JMU playing its third straight road game. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a tough one. If we get back with a win, that's pretty impressive, I think. Jason, uh, does seeing the state of UVA like last week make you feel better or worse about JMU? Or do you think that was just emotional, weird game? Like, yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand all games are their own individual sure. events, but I'm just saying I do think that you can see some results sometimes and be like, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, the, some some shine got taken off it, but I think that that the Jamie UVA game there were so many variables at play there that mm. it's tough to tough to garner any usable futures data off of that that game. Um, and like and like you said, that, that J, like it sounds weird to say, but that UVA Maryland game was closer than the final score indicated. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. They just got snowballed on, and so. Uh, yeah, it was like a little bit of like, oh, you know, I, I wish UVA looked a little bit better and that would make me feel a little bit better. But I think there were so many, <laughs> right. so many variables in that JMU UVA matchup that it's probably not worth uh, gleaning other info from. Jason, do we know if the Dukes traveled early to get acclimated to the elevation? What, I don't what's know. the. Uh... I do not know their schedule. Okay. I know the uh... equipment bus got back from Troy at like either very late Sunday or very early Monday and left literally the next day for Utah State, which those drivers, they're going through it this week. So shouts out to them. The elevation in Logan, Utah is 4,500 feet, in case you guys are wondering. Mm, that'd be tough. That's uh, only like... Also of note, the Dukes are favored by six and a half yeah. at this point in time. Hmm. All right, cool. saw, well, you... So on the, on the ESPN analytics thing, it's like, Gives Utah State a sixty percent chance to win, but JMU is favored by a touchdown, and I think Bill C has them favored by like ten. Hmm. So I don't know yeah, what's the, going F on. the FPI, I, I'm always curious about how FPI is derived. Yeah, seems weird, but I, I have no idea what to expect out of this game. I think the rush defense will travel. I do not know what else will travel. Cool. All right, we'll go Dukes. You know what it is, forever and always. That's right. All right. Jordan, take us to Pickville. All right. On to Pickville we go. As we previously mentioned, Pickville's population is a little higher this week. We have six ranked-on-ranked games. That is why we are picking six games. It is also why Florida State Clemson is not being picked because, again, Clemson not getting the respect they deserve, but I'm sure Dabo will use that accordingly. Um <laughs> Interestingly enough, we don't have any nooners on on this schedule. Um, so we will be able to tune into that Clemson-Florida State game. Yeah. yeah. We've also got a couple of games that really wish they were being played later, but I, mm. I don't make the rules. So Fair. we're going to start Colorado and Oregon. Uh, Oregon is favored by 21 points at home in Autzen. And Jason gets to start. 
Ai, ai, ai. Um, I, I feel like I could do analysis for Colorado, but like, what's the point? I don't, I don't think there's any good analysis to be done. Um, Travis Hunter's not playing. That's the main analysis. Travis Hunter is, is out yes. for this week, next week, and possibly the third. I think a lacerated liver. Yeah, it doesn't sound comfy. Not enjoyable. I will also like kudos to him. He was like super mature about it. He was like, "Nah, as a football play, like it happens." He like gave a shout out to the doctors. Said thanks. Yeah, he's like, I appreciate all the doctors because I would have just kept playing, and they told me I needed to stop, and that would have been really bad. And so, yeah. Was, I, 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 upon review of the situation, it was definitely a dirty hit, but I think it was definitely also the kind of hit where slow motion makes it look like you were way, like it it, it happened a lot faster in sure. the in the field of play than uh you know than I don't know. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I'll put it that way. But given the given the results. People like you know wanted him to be like fined and like carted off to prison and stuff. And yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know. To say that. Anyhow, um, I think that line is too big. I am gonna, I'm gonna take Colorado getting the points. I would not, certainly not take the money line, but um, <laughs> that line seems, that line seems large, and so I, I think, I think Colorado loses a close one. All right. Uh, well, I already committed to following Jason <laughs> in all of his Colorado endeavors. That's true. That I possibly could. So I will also be taking the buffs. Uh, don't feel great about it, but this is, you know, you get, something I've already signed up for. You get used to that. Um, I will say, like, I'm interested to see how Dan Lanning and Oregon's roster attacks Colorado's offense. Because to this point, I don't think they have seen the defensive competency in their opponents that they're going to see this week. Yes. Um, both from a schematics and just Jimmy's and Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, yeah. Tra and having Travis Hunter definitely is a bummer. I also am interested to see how the offensive line holds up this week because – that in their TCU and Nebraska wins, that was an impressive unit. They showed out well. Um, but we, as we have mentioned before, they are a lighter uh, mm -hmm. squadron. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the Ducks and their beefy boys kind of lean on that side uh, of the trenches. Jordan, I don't know if you saw the innovation at Colorado's practice this week, but they were... <laughs> They were playing noise at practices. Wow. So, like, another thing that, that Dion has invented and, and brought to this the This is why Dion – the guy who tweeted that is like, this is why Dion – this is like, okay, all right. Also, someone out tweeted Dion was like, for... at some point this season, the Dion discourse is just going to melt my entire brain. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to Dion that. for getting the Taylor Rooks interview immediately before the Oregon game while they're 3-0, kind of timing that perfectly oh. and, and doing the thing where – you know, the online joke is everybody says crazy stuff in front of Taylor Rook. Um, right. He had a he had a bar where he said, I'm not a moment, I'm a monument. Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's So just add it to the list. Great content. The content is effervescent and great. Um, I am going to continue to be stubborn and take Oregon here. I do think, Jason, you might be honest. I mean, the line does seem a little big, and the general like ability of 
Colorado to kind of like just run down the field in three plays and score maybe once or twice uh, gives me some pause. But I just I think that the bloom is going to be off the rose a little bit this game. I think the uh, the relative difference in talent up front, both offensive and defensive lines uh, is going to make a difference. Um, hey, Jordan, you, you're, you're right. I think the offensive lines probably did a, a good enough job in those first two games, but I'm pretty sure Colorado is near the top in uh, lost or, or the bottom, you would say, in yards lost uh, due to sacks. Quarterback pats mm. the ball a lot and they, he gets sacked a lot. Um, now, he does extend plays pretty well, and I think that leads to some of the highlights you see. Uh, I don't think you're going to have that amount of time against Oregon, especially against like a Dan Lanning, too, that uh, you know learned at the knee of Kirby, who learned at the knee of Nick, who learned at the knee of Bill. Jesus himself. I don't know. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I'll take Oregon here. I think uh, home Bo Nix and probably Oregon like wanting to prove a point and uh, being able to hit shallow crossers all night against Colorado is going to be too much for them. Backdoor, big backdoor cover potential here, though. Or push, backdoor push potential, which I'm fine with. Backdoor push is the play. Yeah. It would keep everybody even keeled. Right. No blood on on the records. Uh, Our next 330 banger, we take it to elevation once again. The UCLA Bruins are taking on the Utah Utes. The home team is favored by four and a half here. Um, I think there's some Cam Rising might play or he might not. I think the call is coming on Thursday. So not the best time to be making this pick. I understand that. Um, Yeah, but the the call has been coming on Thursday. If he plays, he's going to be wearing... A ridiculous knee brace. Not that Cam Rising is T Martin, okay, but it's like, yeah. I mean, they showed him trying to warm up like before the Florida game, and it, it looked really bad. And that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I, I'm just, it's it's curious. I think, uh, I guess I would just say be be cautious with your Utah injury report watching because the coach there is notoriously shysty with those things, which is fine. Yeah. Uh. I'm going to go ahead and take Utah. I think whatever happens at the quarterback position internally, they're already very prepared for it. Um, Elevation is obviously a factor. Uh, I like what I see from their defense to this point. And I have UCLA on the road early in the day, trust issues. That's a very specific Niche, a, I understand. It is a but, very uh, tiny Venn diagram. Yeah. My models are my models. Yeah. Oof. I mean, I think a lot of this hangs on who's playing for Utah. But you know what? I'm going to take Utah. They don't lose at home. UCLA, at best, is going to be starting a true freshman quarterback on the road at Utah. Tough place to play. Um I think there's a lot to like for UCLA as far as talent. Uh, Dante Moore is going to be really good and I think played really well last week. Uh, freshman of the week type performance out of him nationally, uh, but different animal going to Utah. And I don't know. Utah seems to be like doing a good job scheming it up. I believe the more running quarterback is getting a little bit more play. 
I think their offense is a lot more dangerous when he is the quarterback. Nate Johnson, I believe is his name. Um, so yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take the Utes. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to, but I, th- I think <laughs> I talked myself into it. We surprise ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all fair. I'm going to take UCLA though. Um, this feels like a game that like either Utah wins on a field goal or UCLA nips them. Um, I don't know. It feels like, you know, Chip Kelly's kind of had this thing going in the right direction for a few years now and he's looking for a breakthrough and, um, this, this feels like a decent time. Utah has looked good, but like, hasn't looked great since Florida. Um, no. I don't. And, do you think they looked great against Florida? I didn't. Think, like Florida, I didn't. they just won. So like, it's not like they. <laughs> that, that was. I. I think that was more Florida just kind of farting around. Yeah. For, for the majority. For the majority of that game, I mean, I think Ludwig is a good play caller, but I think they're a lot better if Rising plays. Probably, but like you said, we're not sure if he's super healthy. They looked kind of crappy at Baylor a couple weeks ago. They had Weber State last week. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I know UCLA. I forget who they played last week, but it was uh, an FCS team so from somewhere on the East Coast. Because I remember thinking it was insane that an FCS team flew to Los Angeles to play a FBS game. But, um, anyways, I think Just like like Maryland is going to have to do for a conference game here. That's true. Soon. Yeah, just a weekly matchup. Um, but I, I like Chip Kelly. To probably didn't have to scheme a lot last week. Can probably have spent some time on this week. I. Um, I know it's, I know he's a freshman, but I, I like Moore's game. The little tiny bit that I've seen of it um, feels like he's somebody that could possibly hurt Utah just enough. So I will take the Bruins. All right. Our final 330 match, Ole Miss at Bama. Here we go, boys. It is Bama Respect Week. <laughs> Get weird. <laughs> I think that was originally kind of put into place by – Friend of the program, Bunky Perkins, started that. Bama respect week. I love it. Um, Bama's at home. They're favored by seven. Logan, please do the honors. Uh, I'm, I don't seeing, love... I'm seeing on ESPN Bama by six and a half right now, and that's significant. Do we want to change it? Well, Jason, let me consult. So the odds aggregator site that I consult has more lines at seven than six and a half. Then it's seven. We're done. Just wanted to check. Um, yeah, certainly some push potential here. Uh, I I would think that. Ugh. I don't know. I really I really don't know about this one. I'm just so happy to not be the one picking the Bama game first. It just it's at Alabama. It's three thirty. Uncle Vern, Uncle Gary in the house. Da, 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 da. The ghost da, 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 da. of Uncle Vern. Just kidding. He's still with us, but he's in that tower in, in Augusta. They just he's, leave him he's there. Still hanging out your... 16 green yeah, right. He's taking his 11th month nap. <laughs> you know what? He's earned it. He hibernates like a bear. He eats gravel and stuff and then just stays up there in the, in the crow's nest. They just um, shimmy up a basket of food every week for him. <sighs> I am going to take Alabama at home to cover the seven-point spread. I think Milrow was being punished last week for 
they're clearly better when he plays. I don't, they were, I mean, this, it's not like they didn't score any points against Texas. They were fairly ineffective, but you know, there, there's some big play potential there. Um, Lane seems to be doing a lot of shenanigans this week, which to me doesn't give me a ton of confidence in, it sounds like, to me, it just seems like he's detracting from you the task at hand. Despair. You can say it. Maybe. I mean, Pete Golding is the DC, so maybe he's uh, got some insight to the Alabama ways, but he kind of was unceremoniously run off recently. We should just mention real quick, Lane's being extremely weird this week. Um, hinting that, further. Like, some, like weirdly just like threw out there that he doesn't think that Kevin Steele is calling the defense for Alabama, which is just like a totally unnecessary thing to say at any point other than just purely messing around. And then he's just out here like glad handing Nick Saban, uh, retweeting compliments, the whole thing. I mean, it's just, it is hilarious at this point because uh, I mean, to be, to be Lane Kiffin and just kind of be able to like kind of have carte blanche to just like wild, wild out on Twitter would be kind of fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I, Ole Miss's offense is good. I think their defense is fine. I think it should be a pretty close game. Uh, but I, I feel like we've tried to talk ourselves into Ole Miss before. Maybe this is the year to do it, and I missed the boat. But uh, I am going to take Alabama at home, bounce back, performance, defense plays well. Milrow, they come in with a game plan to um, kind of get Milrow some confidence and, and maybe even let him run it a little bit more on purpose. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to take Bama for most of the same reasons you just said. I think, you know, Milrow is by no means a completed project at the moment, but he did he, – he showed, like, he put a couple of his deep balls on the freaking money against Texas. Um, yeah. I, I think I think he's got more get up and go than, than he's shown, and I think that will solve that – will, that will cover a lot of issues for Alabama. Um, I don't know that – Ole Miss has the defensive line to punish Alabama's offensive line woes or weaknesses or slight weaknesses or however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't USF's defensive line, you know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, um, but yeah, I I I like Alabama at home. I think they're they'll be comfortable, at least comfortable enough to whatever Lane is concocting. Um, it's going to be a fascinating matchup of personalities and see how it always conversation is. goes. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to take Ole Miss here. Um, this is kind of a, I want this to be the case. Like I want to see a really close game. I think it would be funny as heck if Ole Miss won. Um, this oh, yeah. feels like Lane's best shot to date, aside it from it being a road game. Um, I think Texas showed kind of a blueprint of, yes, you can score on Bama. Here's how. I think Ole Miss can take advantage of some of that. Bama's also down to give up some sacks. Uh, USF had five, and I understand those were against the second and third string quarterbacks who may be holding on to the ball a little too long. Um, I don't Jason, I liked your point that I don't know that Ole Miss has the same type of athletes in the trenches that Texas did, um, but I don't think this is the traditionally stout multiple first-round picks 
on the O-line that Bama has had in the past. Well, listen, um, not yet. I think their left tackle is a freshman, true freshman that's starting. Yeah, I, I do think there's some youth. But... Crazy at Alabama. I mean, they're all four and five stars for sure, but it's just like it is wild to see them being like overmatched. Right, so they're not getting picked in next year's draft first Bingo. round. It's true. That's my point. 2024 <laughs> draft, exactly. Yeah, so I'll take Ole Miss. Um, wouldn't shock me to see Bama win by 20, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of going with my heart here. I want some chaos. I like it. Yep. Uh, we move to the evening where we have two more ranked Pac-12 teams. We've got the Oregon State Beavers in the top 15, ladies and gentlemen. Out of nowhere. Heading to Washington State. The Beavers are favored by three, and Jason gets to go first. Beavers are favored. Would not have called that. Um, I mean, they gave Florida the absolute business in the Las Vegas Bowl last year. I don't know if you guys recall. So that really just yes, spring, I do. springboarded them into the uh, the season here. They've been they've been working people this year. Yeah. Man, I need to I need to watch some Beavers game. Um, well, at seven o'clock on Saturday, you'll have prime be. opportunity, Jason. They put it on Wisconsin, right? Who? Oh, no. This is Washington State put it on Wisconsin. Washington State put it on Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the home dog. I think I'm going to take the Cougars. Um, Not that I am not convinced by Oregon State, but I don't – I think – I think Washington State's pretty decent. Um, They went to Colorado State and just roughed them up. They beat Wisconsin. I think Oregon State is fairly untested this year. Um, not a lot of not a lot of meat on that schedule. Um, but they seem to have a good rush defense. I think there's good rush defenses on both sides, uh, either that or bad pass defenses. So nobody tries to run on them. But I think this has the potential to get weird, which delights me and feels like it plays into the home team. So I'm going to take Washington State. They throw the ball all over the yard. Okay, I'm going to take the Beavers. Uh, I was very impressed by watching them towards the end of last year, um, excluding the bowl game. I thought the way they wrapped up the regular season was really impressive. Um, Don't know how much of that production they return. Hand up. Didn't do that research. But um, I think from a program and institutional standpoint, this is not Oregon State's first time in the spotlight for these young men. So I don't think this is going to be a, oh, we're on the big stage for the first time and the situation gets too big. Um, Oregon State can run the heck out of the ball. So I think that bodes well for a road win. And I like it to be by more than three. And you guys know DJU is that back there pulling the trigger for Oregon State? Yep. Pulling the trigger and running the ball, which is good to see. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to say, first of all, shout out to Jake Dickard, head coach at 
Washington State. He was the interim last year, but he was defensive coordinator, and he has not done the defensive coordinator thing in which he strips the team down and forces them to handcuffs the offense. Yeah, play negative football. Um, so that's good. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take the uh, the Cougs at home. I like that underdog situation. Don't have too much to go on there. They're gonna throw the ball a lot. They're gonna be home. Things get weird on the Palouse. So let's 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 ride. Let's ride, lock, sis. As they say, let's ride, sis. All right, seven thirty. We've got Ohio State at Notre Dame. This will, as everybody wants it to be, will be on NBC, um, America's favorite college football channel. Ohio State. Three-point dogs on the road. When was the last and, time Ohio State was yeah. not favored in a game? I mean, I guess they played Georgia last year, but... Yeah. You think they were favored um, against Michigan? Jordan, can you, check your, can you check your line on that as well? Let's see. Oh, I've got Ohio State for uh, three. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, there's no way. Yeah. All right, well, if I'm Notre Dame and I'm getting three, give me handsome Sam. Mm. Love it. I'll take it. Marcus Freeman and the boys at home night. Again, this is kind of a vibes thing. Um, Ohio State I also kind of, things. also kind of like has has the replacing a star quarterback. This will be this young man's first time in the pressure cooker, so to speak. Um, so I'll take Notre Dame. Yeah. I think I'm going to take Ohio State. Uh, their defense has been really good this year so far, and I think a lot of the discourse about Ohio State has been surrounded around like their offense kind of sputtering a little bit. Their offense definitely got it going last year, last week, but I think they've given up like 20 total points this season in three games. Um, and one of the, and they did play an actual like real team. Uh, I mean, Indiana sucks, but they did play um, uh, Western Kentucky has like an actual good offense and um, they bottled them up pretty good. So I, I think I like the matchup there to at minimum keep the game close. And um, I just think Ohio State has more dudes when it comes to scoring touchdowns. So I'll take Ohio State. I don't really. Like I'm not that scared of Notre Dame's um, like home field advantage necessarily. Uh, Handsome Sam is certainly very good, so it feels weird to not go with the team that has the better quarterback, but or the proven quarterback, I should say, as Handsome Sam is in what year six or so of of slinging it. But uh, yeah, I like the Buckeyes here. I think I think at this point we probably have to call call him. Dr. Sam. Dr. Sam. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Either way, I mean, I think this is like some big, big time vault yourself squarely into the playoff mix for sure yeah. game here. And I don't, I mean, the loser certainly does not, not uh, like that doesn't disqualify themselves from the playoff. But, you know, if Notre Dame you think is able it's to like win this game, like a three touchdown loss, that's different? Probably. Okay. Because the narrative is well, probably, but the narrative is going to be 
interesting either way. Like it's going to be oh, Ohio State. We knew there were problems. See, and then or if it's Notre Dame, it's like oh, same old Notre Dame, overrated. Can't do you know, can't come through when it matters the most, brother. So yeah, I'm, I'm Notre this, Dame. The narrative opportunities abound in this one, which should be fun. Notre Dame gets Ohio State and USC at home this year. So if they don't, if they're going to be, if year, they want to be about it, they could be about that, it. But that stigma is going to sink in deep one way or another. I will say Notre Dame has looked to me better than I feel like oftentimes we're like try to talk ourselves into Notre Dame. I don't think they need to be talked into as much this year. I think they are really good. I just don't know if they're as good as Ohio state. And I think, I don't think that there's like, there's, you could count the number of teams on one hand that are more talented than Ohio state. Right. So I don't really think you're, you know, I think in, in bad company there. Notre Dame is ranked ninth right now, and I think that's extremely fair. I think they are one of the top eight or nine teams in the country. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State for similar reasons. I just think they have they have the dudes. Uh, I wish I had more confidence in them deploying said dudes correctly and utilizing said dudes in a way that is productive. Uh, but I don't, you know, Notre Dame nor anybody else has an answer for Marvin Harrison Jr. Like there's just, there's a lot of talent in those, those Ohio state skill positions that I'm not sure Notre Dame will have an answer for. So I will take the book guys. See, I think this is a great opportunity to bolster my Ryan day as a fraud stance Love that. that, that I've built over the years. Perfectly, so. perfectly reasonable coach Freeman. Do your darndest. It could happen. In what sense That's do you right. think he's a fraud? I'm just curious. What 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 are you what are you bringing to the table there on fraud? I just think like he he hasn't done anything remarkable with like with the talent they accrue. I don't think Michigan should be beating them. I think they should be. I mean, he has a winning record against Michigan, right? But over the last couple of years, like the gap has narrowed there, and. I think if I want like dominant head coach, dominant program, I don't think they are trending in the direction they should be. I think they've just kind of stagnated a little bit. I mean, they and and this is not helpful to me, maybe being devil's advocate here, but Ryan, I mean, they should have beat Georgia last year. Yeah. Ryan Day blew it. Ryan Day was the one who blew that game. So, like, to your point, I suppose that's fine. But, I mean, from a trajectory standpoint, they can only get, like, one notch higher. So, it is – I think they, like – you do get a little bit of, like, the Alabama and maybe even Clemson syndrome with them where it's, like, they were ascendant for a long time and then they, like, are very excellent for an extended period of time. And if they, like, go one notch down, it's like, oh, they're not turning in the right direction. But it's like, I don't know. Maybe they just start breaking in a new quarterback. Maybe. But, but you had C.J. Stroud, and you managed to fumble the Georgia game away. I mean, so. you, you did. I don't think that was C.J. Stroud's fault. Maybe it was Ryan Day, the but, fraud's fault. I mean, listen, Ryan Day, if he doesn't trot out there and try to kick a stupid field goal, then, I mean, I don't know. They, they needed to make, like, one first down one time, and they win that game. They didn't do it, and that's on him for sure. Um, but, yeah, these are tough decisions. I also don't trust the guy who like clearly dyes the hair and beard. Kind no, of the way that is does. now. See, now you're coming around. Now you're coming around. I can I can rock with you on that one for sure. He's got like the uh, the Jesse Gemstone dyed job. Yeah, the Carlos. We call that the Carlos Boozer. Yeah. 
Well, not quite as bad as Carlos Boozer. The shoe <laughs> yeah. polish. Yeah, but he had the league. He had the league going in the game one time too. Poor, yeah, poor Boozer. That was bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you on for indulging our, me in that conversation. Gate. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Bonus pick. Bonus game. Uh, again, if you guys don't like it, take it up with the voters. The Iowa Hawkeyes are still in the top twenty-five this week. Iowa is at Penn State, seven thirty. Do we know if this is a whiteout situation? It or is. Are they, oh, we do know. It is. Yeah. That is good to know. <laughs> uh, the Nittany Lions are favored by 14 and one half point. And Logan, you get to start us off for the second time. I feel like that one half point looms large, but I don't want to over, overthink it here. I'll take Iowa to cover. Make it disgusting. I could see this game being just absolutely grody <laughs> all the way around. Um, Penn State, I think, has been a, a little sputtering. The quarterback looks like he's going to be very good eventually. I think they have better skill talent. But Iowa knows how to muck up a game, slow it down, and you know, just kind of be hanging around. I mean, this seems like a big – I don't know what the total is in this game, but 14.5 seems like a pretty big spread for a game featuring Iowa. I'm just going to – I'll just going to say that. So – I uh, I will take Iowa based purely on all the negative things that I typically say about Iowa. Um, that will keep them. That will keep <laughs> them in the game. To their advantage. Yes, working to their advantage from a Vegas angle. That's fair. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, I'm going to take Penn State. Uh, I think them at home at night, national TV whiteout. Um, I just I don't. Iowa doesn't, doesn't have the dudes to stay with Penn State. Um, I think this might get lopsided. So I will lay the 14 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Penn State as well. Honestly, the whiteout did do it for me. It pushed <laughs> me. Um, again, Boston College colors like, covered during the red bandana i was week. gonna say it i was gonna say it's their red bandana red bandana game uh, so uh i think we gotta i think we gotta read the tea leaves and uh tradition nights tend to tend to go well for for the home team so jordan i did penn state i did hear numerous like in listening to my end of weekend podcast run of college football numerous people reference the oh you know it was the red bandana game for the boston college game it was just it's just so delightful every time like oh you know they did play well it's red bandana games okay (laughs) yeah that was our bit first but thanks guys Mm. people take it over all right so that was pickville all right can't wait. So a good a good smattering of matchups here. Hopefully we all go three and three and we can lick our wounds together. Or maybe there's a bunch of pushes because we have a bunch of whole numbers on the board. Yeah. A bunch of, yeah, a bunch of football holes. score numbers. Like they're not it's not like plus five or plus right. nine or anything. It's twenty one, seven, three, three. Yeah. Very and, clean. You know, potentially some solid special teams units. If if Florida yeah. had been featured in this, then like five points is always in play with Florida. You gotta remember right. that. So yeah. All right. Okay. Well, busy weekend. Everybody needs to rest up and uh, don't watch too much of the UVA game on Friday night so you can be just fully locked in. You guys got any other weekend plans other than taking in foosball? 
I don't think so. Oh, really? Jordan, you're, Jordan, you're back from your travels, so you just need you need this, a solid Harrisonburg weekend. Little Mr. J's, a little football. Yeah, solid introverted, just like Saturday morning, <laughs> pot of coffee. What? Maybe watch some Premier. Is the Premier League? Yes. We're in Premier League. Yeah. yeah. So maybe watch some of that. Um, we got Solheim Cup this weekend. Oh. So I could wake up super early Saturday morning. Um, Where are they playing some that? Of those. They're in Spain, I believe. Okay. Um, so I could do like a 5 a.m. wake up, watch some golf, take a nap, go get a late brekkie at Mr. J's or mm. a similar establishment. Sign me wow. up yesterday. This sounds Jeez. delightful. Man, what a, I mean, this, this, this is delightful. Um, maybe one time you guys visit, we can go to the wood-fired bagel place that's here in Stewart. It's very Ooh. delightful, actually. They make a nice Ooh. breakfast sandwich with a wood-fired bagel. I've heard that uh, people people have been recommending on the Instagrams lately to add some cream cheese to your bacon, egg, and cheese. Um, I could see that. I had my lipid, lipids panel done a couple weeks ago, so I'm, I'm not due for that for another 11 months. Um, so I might have to look into that. My lipids panel. Yeah, I think, I mean... I don't even think it's out of the realm of possibility to put, say, mayonnaise on it. But yeah, no, I've seen people do that sure. as well. I used to get the deli egg from Bodo's. Did you okay. ever have that? And uh, I, so. I would add lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayonnaise, and it was really good. Yeah. So, anyhow. All right, cool. Well, this is the Wheel Route Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast, Wheel Route Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We are at the wheelroute.com you can get the show there you can check the pics there um see photos of us there probably um if you do if you want to see what we look like six years ago and literally on the cover of the podcast <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us uh oh yeah you can download the show from your favorite podcast acquisition service until we meet again we love you go gators go who's go dukes